the teenage years often feel a little rocky. And that's inevitable that there will be some friction as your teen learns to become an adult and you learn to let go of control. It's a little like shooting a bow and arrow. To shoot the arrow far and straight, you need to pull back on the bowstring and create tension. That tension can be uncomfortable and strained, but it's necessary to hit the target. Continuing with our theme of adjusting our parenting style as we move along the influence factor parenting continuum, in this episode, we'll explore three traits that you need to embrace as your children mature and you learn to move to a mentoring and coaching approach. These aren't always easy to embrace, but as you work to uh, embrace them and embody them in your life, I think you'll find that your relationship with your children will improve and hopefully your frustration, if you're having frustrations with your teens, will be reduced. That's definitely been my case. The first trait that we need to embrace is humility. This process is probably new to you. Even if this is not your first child, all children are different. And you have to learn new skills as you are moving from control and instructing to mentoring and coaching. And honestly, the way that you mentor and coach one child will most likely look different than the way that you mentor and coach your other children. The approach that I've taken with both of my girls have had some similarities and some common uh, principles that I try to follow, but they're different because my girls are different and they need something different. You may need to have a mentor or a parent support group as you're going through this process. It helps you to remember that we all make mistakes, that we all have a lot to learn, and I know whenever I'm sitting in the circle at my mom's group at church and I hear everybody else struggling with similar things, it makes me feel like I'm not alone. There are times that I can offer suggestions of what we're doing and what is working for us. There are times that other people share suggestions of what's working for them and I can take those and either incorporate them or maybe spark some ideas based off of that. It's helpful to surround yourself with others who are on this journey too, and with those who've gone before you. I love that our moms group has what they call mentor moms, moms whose kids are grown and they have grandchildren, and so they have that perspective of no longer being in the midst of it, and they can look back and support you and at times give you advice. Now, there also may be times that you need a counselor or a coach to help you as you're going through this process. You may need to process uh, situations that you've dealt with in the past. You may need to process your own trauma or your own um, anxieties so that you're not bringing that into your relationship with your children. You might benefit from working with a coach and looking at the uh, how you want to be showing up with your kids and what's stopping you from doing that and creating a plan so that you can show up with this humility and these other traits that we're going to talk about today. I want to emphasize this by saying that it is okay to ask for help, whether you are coping with something, processing what's going on, or learning new skills. It's okay to not do this on your own. The next trait that is really important for us to embrace, and it is probably the hardest one for me, is patience. 
I remember thinking how much patience I'm building because I have toddlers and particularly one of my toddlers who was, shall we say, independently minded. And yet I'm learning how far I still have to go. It's something I'm continually working on. And it's a good reminder to me that it takes time for us to learn new skills. It takes time for our children to learn new skills and us to learn those new skills. Particularly for our children, their progress is not going to be linear. They will gain some maturity and then they'll do something that leaves you shaking your head in disbelief. I cannot believe they just did that. This is totally normal. They will get it right some days, and some days they will leave a lot to be desired. So as they're going through this process, recognize that it's going to take some time. There will be times they don't have enough information or the right information. Sometimes they just won't have the maturity to be able to make the right decisions or do the right things. Their prefrontal cortex is still developing and... We have to be patient as they are building all of those connections to let them make good choices. So be patient and meet them where they are. But your children are not the only ones that need to learn these new life skills and develop these character traits. You probably will too. It's definitely been a growing experience for me as I realized areas of my character that I needed to improve. My biggest challenge has been letting go of control. I keep trying to take back what is my daughter's responsibility to own. My daughter has had to be patient with me. There have been times that she's reminded me of this, times that she's had to say, Mom, you've got to let go. You've got to let me do it. Sometimes she didn't verbally say this, but her actions expressed it very clearly, which leads me into the third trait, forgiveness. It is so important that we ask our children for forgiveness when we don't do the right thing. When, when I overstep my bounds and I'm trying to take back and micromanage her because I'm getting frustrated at the slow progress that she's making, I have to ask her for forgiveness. If your oldest child is approaching the preteen and teenage years, you will probably have many more opportunities to make mistakes and ask for forgiveness with your subsequent children but you will make mistakes with all of them too because we're only human and we get tired. We get caught up in what we need to do each day. There will be times that you are trying to control too much, times that you wish you had used a softer voice. Whatever your mistakes are, it's okay. It is good for you to model this attitude of humility and asking for forgiveness. It builds a good relationship when they see that you're coming to them with a heart of wanting to love them and help them grow as opposed to just controlling them. These years can often feel like a whirlwind, but hang in there. Just as I often reminded myself of Gretchen Rubin's phrase when they were younger, the days are long, but the years are short, I remind myself of that now quite quite often. Some days will be difficult, but they will pass very quickly. If you'd like to learn more about navigating the teenage years with grace and joy and how you can move into this mentoring and coaching mindset, registration is open today for the Influence Factor Workshop. I would love to have you join us and learn about these skills, interact with other parents, and leave 
feeling confident that you have some new skills to take into your your child's teenage years. And if you were listening to this after the fact and you missed the workshop, you can sign up for the workshop waiting list to be the first to be notified when I will be offering it again. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to do that. And until next time, remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you've been called to have a unique impact on the world. Let your light shine as you share your gifts, talents, and passions with the world. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.